Welcome to Conversations with Sam Dean. I'm Sam Dean and I'm excited to have you here to explore the conversations that accountants and advisors can have with their clients to cultivate business mastery. All the notes and links for the show can be found at blueprinthq.com.au slash podcast. Let's start a conversation. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to what I hope is my first podcast. Super excited about starting this journey. I'm absolutely an avid podcast listener myself, and I've been inspired to start a podcast. My main mission in life is to help professional services experts, specifically accountants at this stage, really reinvent the way we're having conversation with our clients. As most of our clients are SME owners, we're going to be very specifically drilling down on that within this podcast. The framework of the podcast going forward is going to be around interviewing SME owners on what their expectations are around the advice area and also what their fears and their feelings are around the advice that they've received and then also what their expectations are going forward. And I think that this so often when I work with accountants, I ask them, you know, really what's important to the clients. And quite often as experts, we say, well, this is important because it's based on what we've done, what our experience is. So what I want to do is try to demystify a lot of that um, within this podcast series so that we can actually, as experts, get a really good understanding of what's important to our clients so we can frame our expertise and tell our stories going forward. Okay, well, let me introduce myself. I'm Sam Dean. I'm an absolutely passionate accountant. I've been a qualified accountant now for over uh, two and a half decades and um, a couple of years before that. So I'm well into my third decade in this industry. I did have a few detours, if you like. I went through the whole GST saga and decided back then in 2002 that perhaps as an accountant, I knew everything that there was to know about business. So I opened up a business with my husband, um, chopping down trees for four or five years. That was my maternity leave. I had two children doing that. I would not suggest ever opening a business and having your first child in the same month, but I know I'm not the only one who's ever done that. So after that period, I came back into public practice with a real passion to help business owners. I found out exactly how little I knew in that time about running businesses, how I had probably been a little bit, shall we say, arrogant when it came to advising my clients around the taxes and GST, making this absolute expert assumption that we know what we do, therefore everyone else would actually know. Also got a very much a big understanding of just how lonely it was being a business owner and offering framework and sort of space around that for our clients would be a really um, great thing to do. So this is now 2005, so early 2000s, and the web business advisory was coming into the play, and I tried to go out and find firms that would, you know, meet me halfway in, in my vision of changing um, from a compliance style of a tax accountant into a more holistic advisor over um, business advisory as well. Unfortunately, at the time, um, that word was very unclear, and I must admit that I was lacked a lot of clarity around the direction I wanted to take. I sort of now that I've done this now for over 15 years, that there was, a, I suppose, a lack of direction in the industry at the time. And also what I found is that you know I was super unclear. So I started the journey. Um, I changed a couple with a couple of firms 
what I realized through all of that was that we really had to change our mindset. We really had to be empathetic and start working and standing in our client's shoes. And I found I just didn't have the skill set for it. I found that the training that I had grown up with was very reactive and very, I don't like to use the word, but I'm going to use it here, uh, judgmental as, as to what we could you know, deliver to our clients and that we were very not very good at even in our the things that we do every day at the tax compliance and protection pieces, we're not very good at explaining what the story is and really getting to what people's fears are and how we um, help them with that. And so I looked outside the industry for coaches who could help me with some of that conversation at the time and still to this day, I really was more around the growth, how can we help you grow how can we help you get your business goals without compromising your personal ones and you know what what we could do and, and how we could actually put product around it. So there was a lot of people telling me what to do, but no one was really telling me how to do it because I don't think many people had actually made the transition. So I don't think that many people had said, this is how I do it. And the people who had done it probably had either done it naturally or intuitively or like myself, done it through sheer persistence. I mean, one of the things that I did that was my best and worst mistake was giving up my tax base. At the time, the software company, um, people who were advising me from the advisory point of view said, you know, and quite rightly so, your tax compliance stuff is getting in the way of any kind of change um, and you should give that up. And I, I took that advice and I gave that up the same day that I became a partner in a, in a, a large firm in Toowoomba. And that was great because guess what? <laughs> I had to go out and I had to find clients and I had to, you know, really grow the advisory areas. And in that transition, I had to actually learn how to sell. And it never really occurred to me that I didn't know how because I never had to sell previously. And I never had to really go and connect what people wanted to what I could possibly actually deliver. And what I found in that journey is that more often than not, people want communication. They want conversation. They want to be heard. And sometimes, you know, the most valuable stuff that we were doing didn't have any output like we were used to. It didn't have a tax return or anything attached to it. it might have had a report or something, but it was actually the um, process of the conversation and the value of the story and the understanding of the outcomes of it of the people that really had that value piece. So my passion coming out of that, um, I've been out of that accounting firm now for five years and working primarily with accountants, trying to, first of all, to help transition our mindset from a very expert, reactive mindset into a more advisory or leadership mindset, if you please, of really listening being proactive and in engaging with our clients. And what I've learned, of course, um, because as you know, and I've said before, I'm very passionate about working with accountants, is that we need to find a way to make this fundamental shift in functionally what we do every day. So how do we actually use what we do every day in our businesses to change the mindset shift that we need it? So that's what Blueprint HQ is all about, the business that I started about um, three years ago. We've been working with accounting firms. We've been getting a lot of success in this area. But one of the blocks that we always have is, okay, I know I need to do it and I know what to do. How do I do it? And this is a little bit what this podcast is about. But the main is, inspect, is to actually, we're going to go to the clients. We're going to ask them 
what's important to them, particularly around the protection compliance space, what is their experience and what it is that they want. Until we get a real grip on that, we can never get our programs or what we actually deliver of value. So we talk about value billing and we talk about how do we price that and everything. But if we don't know what that value is in the first place, we're kind of, you know, I'm going to say, pushing shit uphill. So we've really got to get to that. So that's why we're here today. And that's how I got to be here today. Please be mindful that I'm on a big journey here. And can I just say the fact that I'm doing a podcast (laughs) brings out hope to everybody listening, because this has been a big journey for me. I didn't wake up one day with the skills to actually start doing a podcast. This has been a long changing journey for me. And I hope that we can frame that and repeat it with you guys so you can do it a little bit faster than what I have. So let me tell you about Blueprint HQ. Blueprint HQ is a business that's set up to help expert professional firms focusing particularly around the accounting industry shift from a very service-based expert mindset um, businesses into advisory client-centric businesses. How we do that, we take our functional expertise of myself and our consultants and we implement the mindset change that is fundamentally needed within the functional areas of your day-to-day business. So we create that mindset shift that we know we all need in what we do every day because still what we do every day is super important but it does create a whirlwind that prevents us from change. So we functionally get in and we help you with the mindset change. Now, this is not an easy thing. And we've come up with a system and a process and then the coaching that is needed around it. So that aspect of system process and the human element of change to come up with a best way to help us change in this industry going forward. So we do not become irrelevant in the next three to four years as the digital disruption accelerates. Okay, let's get a little bit clear on mindset and what I mean by that. For me, my biggest blocks when I was early in my journey, I didn't even know what that word meant um, and I didn't really understand the mindset that I was coming from in which I had been trained, you know, for 15 years and this is the expert mindset. Now, the expert mindset is something that we've been trained on and has held us in good stead since 1911 when the first tax act was brought into play. However, what it does and what it looks like, it's reactive in nature. So we tend to respond to things after they've happened, which is obviously the very nature of income tax returns. Obviously, it's a significant time since the actual income had been earned to when you actually look at the income tax. And people usually come to us after the problems happen, so it's very reactive. It also, we always base our opinions and and the client's issues into what our experience is and what we've seen before. And we always focus on the transitions. So we tend to solve the problems in isolation rather than looking at some of the root causes. And we very much feel uncomfortable. And this is a big block for me, approaching problems where we might not know the solutions. So that speak that we hear about advisory and planning and looking into the future is super uncomfortable for us because we don't know what the result is going to be and we're never really right or wrong, which is obviously the expert mindset 
So what this creates in our actual businesses is a lack of agility. So when we have expert-based businesses led by experts, we don't have the agility that we need going into the next phase of our industry and the future of our businesses. So it really creates a problem. So how do we actually create that agility? It's not even a word that we use very much in our industry, yet it's a word that is being used a lot with our clients. With the digital disruption, we have to be agile. What does that mean? Well, in the expert mindset, we can't be agile because we're always working in the past. So how do we shift this expert mindset into a more proactive advisory, I would even say leadership type of mindset? How do we do that? Let me first get clear on what that mindset looks like. So it's in many ways aspects of it are um, the opposite to the expert. So it's proactive. So we are creating controlling situations before they actually happen. Within that proactiveness is very much a planning mindset. So what's the result going to look like? What are the steps? Who's going to do it? That sort of stuff. We don't even do that very well in our own businesses when we're planning for end of the year jobs to be finished. It's very much an ask and be curious mindset. So we're continually asking questions and listening to the client problems, which you will see me as we go forward in these podcasts doing a lot. And I just say, I learned that. I was never a good listener. And still, it probably isn't my superpower, but I've given myself framework, tips and tricks to actually get around it. Because as experts, we want to tell you the answer. And I would love to sit here and tell you what to do, but you're never going to implement any change if someone's telling you how to do it. We are constantly telling our clients in the tax and protection space what to do. So we have to start looking at how can we be more curious. It is a learned skill. We need to then look sort of more generally and holistic at our clients' problems and our own business problems and look for the root causes. Let me give you an example from your own businesses. People not doing budgets before they start their end-of-year job. The problem is not the fact that they can't do a budget. The problem normally is, you know, more around, I don't understand why I need to take the time at the front of the job, you know, I'm measured on my hours. There's more fear around that. You know, I've never had to do this before. So the root cause of those sort of problems is where we need to get to with our clients and our businesses in the start. It's an empathetic mindset. It's about walking in other people's shoes. It's about including their emotions and how they feel in everything. We've never been trained in this aspect. We've never had to, but we know going forward, we're very much into relationship, heartfelt style of businesses going forward. So we need to increase this skill. We want to go forward and focus rather on transactions on, on meaningful client relationships. People will stay with us because of how we make them feel and the relationships going forward. And it's also a very collaborative approach. We need to find ways to bring in new solutions that are not readily available in our own networks and organisations. And I think if there's one thing that I'm super proud of of what I do is that collaborative approach. How can I bring in other things from other industries to help us with the changes and everything that we've known? So that's a very quick summary of when I mean the mindset change. Mindset takes an awful long time to change and it's very much, it's exactly like having successful weight loss, going on an exercise program, 
or any other change that we implement. It's about small, consistent steps done one at a time as opposed to what we're super great at, and I'm just as guilty of this as anybody, of the once done. I'm going to go to a mindset changing workshop for a day and um, I'm going to come back and I'm going to implement it in two or three days. Oh, my goodness, you know, I've got to get all this other stuff done. So what are the small steps that we can put in every day that are most effective? So what Blueprint is about is taking that mindset change that we need going forward so we can get more agile in our businesses and in our people first around what we functionally do every day. So around of how do we make the end of year process more efficient? How can we plan more? How can we help our clients more? How can we implement more conversations with our clients every day and every week in a very small scale? How can we do that? And I think we've developed that. So Blueprint HQ, we're about being functional advisors in the mindset shift that the accounting industry needs. And one of the byproducts of that, because that's super hard to measure, is we're just going to make your businesses more profitable as well. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. To check out more information on all things Sam Dean and Blueprint, go to the website blueprinthq.com.au and remember, continue the conversation and be brave. See you next time.